podcasts have a problem. Think about it. How many podcasts did you start and abandon before you found this one? Every article that promises podcasting's greatest hits features the same 10 shows everyone's already heard of. And the podcast app that you're playing this on, they're recommending the same podcast to you that they are to your high school gym teacher. Heard FM, a personalized podcast app, believes you deserve a unique podcast experience with recommendations tailored to your interests. Because when you recommend the same thing to everyone, you're not giving anyone the attention they deserve. When you download the app, you'll set up your interest profile. And every Monday, you'll receive a new batch of podcasts that are made just for you. So stop looking for podcasts. Herd FM already found them for you. Download Herd FM on iOS and Android now. It's not something to panic about. I didn't get into NYU. I know that was your first choice, Allie, but we've still got your safeties to hear from. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be somewhere that feels right when it's all said and done. I think you'd really like Arizona State, Allie. The weather's incredible. You'll never have to worry about a winter coat again. I like winter. Only because you've never had the chance to not have winter. If I get in... I I can make a call. Check in on the status of your application. No, um... Don't... I don't know that I'd go anyways. I was just saying, you know, worst case scenario. You have to go somewhere, Allie. ASU is a great option. It's not New York, but most places aren't. You've got your whole life ahead of you. Right. Try to think about it, okay? And we can talk to your parents together. Sure. All right. I'll see you soon. Allie? Are you okay? Jesus Christ, Kat, I'm fine! And it's not your problem anymore. Sure! We're all fine! What are you people staring at? Tandon Productions presents That Vampire Show. Episode 9, Everything's Fine and Other Lies. Jesus. Cam! Buddy, open up. Warren? It's 8 a.m. Is it? The only time you've ever been awake this early is when you haven't gone to bed from the night before. What makes you think today is any different? Warren, it's 8 a.m. As you stated, Father Time, where's your cereal? Not in the fridge. What if I was asleep? You weren't. Uh, It's 8 a.m. on a Saturday. I could have been. You're sweating. The blender is full of that weird wheatgrass shit you claim you enjoy. You've already been on a run. You are, by every stretch of physics and natural behavior, a morning person. You weren't going to be asleep. The polite thing to do would have been to call. My phone was off. Why? People kept calling me. Where is your real milk? Uh, there's oat milk in the door. Milk? From a 
A cow. Where is the milk that comes from a cow, not a nut? Oats aren't a nut, they're a grain. What are you talking about? From a real, honest-to-God American cow, thereby making it milk. And not watered-down plant product masquerading as milk. Warren, why did you come here? I mean, who came up with almond milk in the first place? Answer me this. Do almonds have udders? Almond milk is actually, like, really bad for the environment. And oat milk is bad for dairy farmers, so maybe get off your high horse. Warren! Yes? Why is your phone off? Because the network keeps calling. Why are they doing that? Because I told them I would have the finale in their inboxes three days ago. And why would you tell them that? Because I thought, well, you know, I'd, I'd fly to Philly, and I'd talk to Kat, and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd fix the whole Twitter thing, and then she'd be really happy about me fixing the whole Twitter thing, and she'd tell me what she thinks about Luther, and then I'd... God, I'd, I'd know what to do. But? She yelled at me, and she said no. And you've been drinking in your house, staring at your computer ever since? No. For a little bit, I was drinking in an airport lounge. Then, I was drinking on the plane. Then, after an excruciating Uber ride home, I started drinking and staring at my computer in my house. Until I went to sleep and hoped the script would magically write itself overnight. And then you came here. And then I came here. To discover that you're waging a personal war against dairy farmers. Why did you come here? I need your help. Oh, oh. what was that? Mm. I need your help. I can't write, man. You know that. No, I... I need your help finding an internet thing. Isn't that what you pay Mina for? I cannot ask Mina. Why? Because she will laugh at me. She laughs at you every day. Which is why I'm trying to eliminate an opportunity, Cameron. They do not pay me enough for this. They pay you an extraordinary amount of money, dude. And I thought you were my friend for free. Inexplicably. What's the big bad thing you need my help with? <laughs> Do you know what an AO3 is? Oh, God. I can do this. She said to call if I ever needed anything, and I need something. So I'm just... I'm gonna dial her number, and I'm going to call. It's just a phone call. Just a phone call. Okay. This is Mina. Hi. Um, Mina, this is Kat. Right? Catherine Wright? Miss Wright. How's it going? I hope it's okay that I called you. That's why I gave you my number. Hang on, let me just... Sorry. I should be able to hear you better now. What's up? Oh, God, sorry. Am I interrupting something? I I can call you back later. I'm just running some errands, Kat. What's wrong? Do you remember my friend, Allie? Cutie who came with you to L.A., of course. She wants to be an actress. Or, I mean, she is one. She just didn't get into school. And I was just... I thought if I could help her figure something out, she might stop, you know, hating me. Why does she hate you? We had a fight. And we fight all the time, you know? And I thought we'd get past it, but then we didn't. 
and people keep telling me that it doesn't matter because we're going to college and no one keeps their best friend from high school for the rest of their lives, but I thought, well, I just thought things would work themselves out and that everyone was wrong. And then... And then she... She really needed me to be there for her. And she's never really needed me before. Just once. It's always been me who needs her, and I didn't... I didn't do the right thing. And now you want to do the right thing. Allie's had a plan since we first met, Mina. I've always been so jealous of her for that. She was going to move to New York, and she was going to be an actress, and then after she made it on Broadway, she was going to move to L.A. and be a big movie star, and... I don't know, whatever you do in between all of those things. The one thing Allie always made clear is that I was part of that plan. We were moving to New York. We were going to get an apartment that didn't have an elevator because it had a perfect rooftop and was close to a subway station. And now, now I'm realizing she doesn't have a backup plan. How do I fit into this? I was just, I know it's okay if I don't have a plan yet, but I was hoping you might be able to help me make a new one for Allie. I'm not asking you to make her the next Angelina Jolie or anything. Thank God. She doesn't have the lips. I was just hoping you could maybe tell me what she has to do to actually be an actress. She's, um, she's actually really good. She's been the lead in all of our productions since we were in kindergarten, actually. Like, she never once had to play a tree. Send me her reel. I'll get someone to watch it. Oh my god. Really? You work for Warren Young as long as I have, you make enough connections to get a real watched cat. I'd be happy to. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you so much. No problem. And cat? Yes? People make mistakes. It doesn't make them bad people. Don't forget that. Okay. Phone call over. Are you sure you want to do this? I'm sure I want you to stop being weird about it. It's just... Once you do this, man, you can't undo it. You can't unsee archive of our own. Cam, I've had a fan come into my house, drink my LaCroix, and openly call me a hack. Then, when I try to repent for the error of my ways after flying to a town that reminded me of Dutch cheese farmers, she yelled at me again in a diner. What could be worse? Dude, so much. Here, just stick to these tags. I'll make up the guest room for you. Nah, you know I need my desk to write. I'll go home. I'll call you a car. I'll bring yours back after you've slept. (sighs) What is Mpreg? No, don't. Don't click that. What are you doing here? You're not answering my texts. Yeah, that's, you know, kind of on purpose. I know you're mad at me. Astute. And maybe I deserve that, but I am trying to fix that, and you're not letting me. Fights don't just end because you want them to, Kat. I'm going through one of the worst things that's ever happened to me, and maybe that's not about you for once. 
Just because you didn't get into NYU... Christ, Kat! My parents are home! Could you maybe announce that I'm a total failure even louder? Get the whole block involved? I don't understand what the big deal is unless... Oh my god. You haven't told them? I want to come up with a plan first. Okay, well, that's nothing. You always have a plan. It's not that simple, Kat. It's not ideal, but like, you'll hear back from your safeties soon. You can always pick one of those, and you can always transfer. Kat. And actually, you could start sending your reel around and see if that sparks anything. Maybe you could book a role or get an agent or something. Kat! What? I didn't apply to any safety schools. I literally have no fucking idea what I'm doing with the rest of my life, okay? What are you talking about? You finished your applications months ago. Application. One. Singular. I only applied to NYU. You... What? No, you had a list. I had lied, okay? I didn't want to hear about how much of a risk it was or have you run the numbers on my chances. NYU was where I was supposed to go. And I didn't want to have a safer option when it came down to talking to my parents. I just wanted to say, look, I'm going to NYU, I'm going to be an actor, and that's the only option, and that's all I'm good at. So, so we all have to get on board. I didn't want to let them have an option to say no, okay? So I just, I took the option off the table, but it turns out, maybe I'm just a terrible actor. You didn't apply anywhere else? Why would you do that? Why are you here? Why don't you just call me stupid, get it over with, gallivant off to whatever cool college wants to take the great and spectacular cat right and get famous and forget about me? Jesus, Allie, what the fuck are you talking about? I get it, okay? You have so many options in life that it literally might kill you to have to choose. But I just... This is my option. And it turns out I'm literally not even good at that, so I'm... I'm just totally fucked, okay? No, I... I thought Cameron and Lucy really liked what you did when you ran lines with them. We were there for a PR stunt, Kat. They don't know me. They were being nice so that maybe I'd tweet about how amazing and kind they are. They told me to polish my reel, and you know what? I don't even know what that means! What am I supposed to do? Just make a bunch of embarrassing videos on my phone and send them into the void? School was supposed to be my answer to that, and I can't even do that right? Maybe there's something else you'll like more. I am not you, Kat. I can't just pick something up and be good at it, okay? The only thing I know I'm okay at is this. School plays and community theater musicals. Not everyone is just good at everything they try. I'm not good at everything. Are you kidding You sleep through math class and finish tests faster than anyone. You memorize history facts like an encyclopedia. You spend your free time building robots. And the only reason you're not playing sports this season is because you were worried about passing four AP exams you're taking for senior year. Who the fuck takes four AP classes when they're supposed to be suffering from senioritis? You can do anything you want to do. And you just don't want to do anything. Allie, I am not saying that that's not hard, okay? I'm sure it is literally terrifying to have no idea what's going to make you happy, but I know what I want to do. And it turns out I'm not even good at it at all. This is all I want to do, Kat. The only thing 
you've got the world of possibility ahead of you and I've got God, I have to start all over. And my whole life, I'll know that I settled. So just don't come at me with how hard it is to be my friend or how I can figure it out, okay? Because sometimes things just don't work out. Allie, wait. I have a plan. Okay, fan fiction, let's do this. Luther could feel Callum's blood in the pit of his stomach. He had a plan, and he'd executed it. So why did he feel like this? Like he could vomit back up everything he'd taken for himself. Luther stopped in his tracks, his leather coat sticking to his skin with an unfamiliar level of discomfort. He knew the answer. As ever, it came down to one thing, the look on Bex's face. Everything Luther did came down to Bex's reaction. How much he could twist and turn and pull out her humanity. Mm, okay, that's ridiculous. Just because he started out on this whole journey with a mission to kill her doesn't mean that he doesn't have his own motivations. He's his own... Okay, I need a drink. Mm. Okay... A long, dark walk by star-crossed ships. Let's see what you got. Bex couldn't stop crying. Intellectually, she knew she should be. There should be heaving, body-racking sobs, threatening to break her from the inside like a tidal wave. But instead, it was a steady flow, twin rivers tracking down her face, stopping only to gather at the neckline of her sweater. She hadn't moved. Luther had taken her brother by the shoulders, tipped him to his side, and snapped his neck. It felt like it had happened in slow motion and in fast forward all at once. There were a thousand ways she could have tried to stop him, but she'd frozen. Bex had devoted her life to training and fighting the things that go bump in the night, and when it mattered the most, she hadn't done a thing. She froze because she trusted Luther. This isn't rocket science, star-crossed ships. She trusted a vampire with a good smile, and he burned her. Freezing is the natural response. Okay. She hadn't done a thing. And the more she replayed the moment in her head, the more she saw her weakness. Dark hair, worn in leather jacket, a devil-may-care attitude. Where, exactly, had she gone wrong? Was it inviting the devil into her home? Or when she stopped believing he was a devil at all? When she stopped believing he was a devil at all... Fuck. That's it. I can do this. I just sit down and I write until it's done. That's fine. I can do that. I can write something that will make people sit up and take notice and solve all of Allie's problems. Maybe after I get some coffee. Okay. Coffee? Check. Computer? Check. Now I just have to write.
Actually, you can't write without brain food, right? We need snacks. Snacks. We need snacks. Okay, we've got salty, we've got sweet, we are running out of excuses. Now, we just have to check the blog. See if there are any new comments, right? Jesus, how many different ways can they give Luther sucking the life out of Callum? We get it. Good writing is all about knowing your absolute truth and sticking with it. It's about knowing the very core of your characters, knowing their souls or the lack thereof. If the story is really yours, no one will be able to shake you from fulfilling your character's destinies. Huh. Good writing is all about knowing your absolute truth and sticking with it. Knowing your truth. <laughs> Easy to say when your truth is living in a mansion and writing a hit TV show and working with your best friend. Sometimes things don't work out. Huh. Sometimes things don't work out. Huh. Okay, and then Luther will advance. Wonder how we feel about him wearing Callum's pendant. Something about that family crest around Luther's neck. No, wrist? <sighs> Stronger. Bex won't see him coming. Ah, maybe we bring back that blade from season three, full circle. You had the order melt all those blades down in season four when they were trying to deal with that filler monster of the week episode. Ah, oh, shit, you're right. <gasps> Nina? Fuck. Are you ever going to learn how to knock? Out of sneaking suspicion, you finally hit the stage of writing where you consider whiskey a meal. <sighs> it's part of my process. I know. This is the part where carbs become a part of your process, too. Eat this. Uh, is that... Bacon cheeseburger, extra cheddar, extra mayo, and sweet potato fries. Because you've been good. And I have been sneaking you beyond meat burgers for the past month. You've earned a treat. Oh, I knew that didn't taste like real meat. Is there... Diet Coke? No, Warren. I just got this job yesterday and have no idea what I'm doing. Eat that. I'll clean... this up. And when you finish the next pass, you're showering. Oh, God. I'm going to miss you. Excuse me? When I leave the show, I'm just... I'm going to miss you. I, I know I don't say that enough, but you knew that, right? Are you firing me? <laughs> what? No! Ew, Warren. Swallow. <clears throat> I, I just... I assumed you'd want to stay on Bloodlines. Move into the writer's room? I, I can take care of that with whoever ends up taking over for me. Do what in the writer's room? Uh... Right? Are you insane? I'm starting to feel like I might be. What in fuck's sweet name makes you think I'd want to be a writer? Oh, is that not why you're my assistant? How have we never talked about this? Warren, 
I have been your assistant for five years. In that time, I have watched you absolutely lose your mind for 26 weeks out of the year making up vampire lore and obsessing over whether certain words are funnier than others. You spent a week arguing with the room about whether or not Luther would use contractions or not when he lost his memory of the last hundred years in that amnesia episode. It would have been 1920 to him. He would have been more formal because he was blending into the... Right. See, caring about that makes you a special type of insane. I've seen you get so upset over things this small. It it, it, it affects the viewer's experience. You made three writers stand on their heads and figure out how long it took for them to want to puke. That was important to the story. We couldn't just have Bex chained upside down without knowing what the effects would have been on her. My point is, when you're doing your job well, every surface you own is covered in half-filled coffee cups and whiskey glasses, and you're incapable of putting anything where it goes. (sighs) If you're talking about my index cards, I have a system. A system that I made for you, which is not the point. You're a writer, Warren, and that's great. But you're also a mess when things are going well. I have no desire to do something that means my good days look like two-day-old takeout containers taking over my floor and needing someone to remind me to shower more than once a week. Oh. (sighs) Really? Yes, really. So, when I leave Bloodlines... I assumed I'd help you with the next thing. God knows you won't be able to find someone who can read your handwriting anytime soon. Sure. (laughs) Good. And Luther should wear the crest around his neck. You'll be able to do some match shots that make it look like you're bringing Callum back when he's walking through the graveyard. No, we couldn't. Oh my god, you're right. Of course I am. Don't forget about tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. You have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. I absolutely do. But maybe it wouldn't hurt if you... Proved you knew why I'm busy tomorrow, you know, as my assistant who will be staying with me forever. Right. You're busy, as you know, because you have meetings with Brad's pick for your replacement as the illustrious showrunner of the impeccable, huge-hit, monolithic team vampire show, Bloodlines. Right. That's tomorrow, as I knew. It's a breakfast meeting. 9 a.m. at Hugo's. 9 in the morning? Danny likes to get an early start to her day. Danny likes... You're my assistant! And aren't you lucky. Cam's here. Hey, man. Just dropping off your car. Thanks. You don't look like you've slept. I caught a quick 30 in the car from your place. Then, you know, marathon... Are you okay, man? You're meeting with other showrunners? You heard that. Um, yeah. Just to see. I told you I might be leaving months ago. I know. I guess I just thought, after the whole thing with Kat, which was totally deranged, by the way, um, (laughs) I did not change the course of a multi-million dollar television show to prove a point to a teenager. Why does everyone keep implying that? I don't think you killed off Callum to prove a point to a teenage girl. Thank you. I think you did it to prove a point to thousands of teenage girls. And the studio. 
and every person who has ever introduced you as that vampire writer at a party. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, Warren, you're a writer. I'm an actor. The only thing on earth we care about at all is what people think of us. <laughs> I just thought that after all that, you'd started caring about the right people. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Did you know that there are page-long analyses of our opening credits? That people broke down every moment that Bex walks away from a light source, actively walking away from the comfort of a normal life in chasing the dark? People caught that? I didn't see that review. It wasn't a review. Someone wrote their term paper on the use of light in bloodlines at Wesleyan. They did? There's a high school student in Des Moines who makes videos breaking down what each character's fight choreography means about their personality. She made a whole video about the episode Bex fought injured, pointing out the moments where Lucy fought through that broken ankle, and the way we use that to show Bex pushing through human weakness. What's your point, Cam? Before you sold this show, you were forcing yourself to write plays you thought were going to do well. And I suffered through every terrible one about two guys trying to find themselves. Every terrible period piece you wrote. Every attempt at regurgitating what your peers were spitting out. As much fun as I'm having going down memory lane with you, are you going to get to the point where you stop rehashing my worst memories anytime soon? Look, you're my boss and my best friend all rolled into one. And I've tried to keep it separate, really, because I'm really grateful for you putting me up for Luther. And I don't want you to feel like I'm taking liberties with work because of the fact that we're friends. Jesus, Cam, spit it out. I think moving to LA has really fucked up your idea of what you think being successful means. And honestly, you as a person, generally speaking. Please, be more blunt. I mean, you're quitting, right? Because you wouldn't be taking a breakfast meeting if you weren't planning to leave me high and dry again. So, if you're not my boss anymore and you're just my best friend, I can say what I've been dying to tell you for years. L.A. has completely fucked you up, man. <laughs> you think I've changed since we moved out here? Cam. Cam. Cam, Cam, Cam. You drink wheatgrass, for God's sake. You used to do serious work. You're a fucking Juilliard-trained actor. The first time I saw you on stage was fucking mesmerizing. You're telling me that you don't see playing some leather-clad teenage sex symbol vampire as selling out? The first time you saw me on stage was in a theater meant for 50 on a dirty side street in the East Village that we could never fill. There were 10 people in that audience, and eight of them were comp tickets. I came to every performance smelling like coffee and went straight from every performance to bartend until 4 a.m. I seriously considered learning to strip because the tips were better, but as we are both aware, I have the rhythm of a drunk toddler. <sighs> Not sure if you're aware, but the literal definition of selling out is giving up your dreams to do something less fulfilling that pays more. Those plays weren't my dream, Warren. This, this is my dream. I have never loved anything as much as I love playing Luther. Why? The same reason you used to love writing Bloodlines. We have something to say. And we get into complicated issues under the mask of a genre show. And people watch it. 
It matters to people. <laughs> this... this is about the play. Excuse me? <laughs> You're still fucking hung up on me not staying in New York, aren't you? <laughs> Am I hung up on you ditching the play that could have made both of our careers after you convinced me to drop out of fucking Juilliard to be in it? Is that the question you're asking me right now? Hey, I... Jesus fucking Christ, Warren, I used to think actors were the most self-centered people on the planet, but you are really giving us a run for our money. Cameron, No, 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 no. You know what? I have been taking your shit for years. I would follow you to the end of the earth, dude. I have. I dropped out of Juilliard when you asked me to do a play. And then that play gets attention. And we have a chance to do something special with it, and you fuck off to L.A. And then, and then you call me and say, Cam, buddy, I need you to play a vampire because there's no one who can do what you do with absolute shit on a page. And I move my whole fucking life out here, and we do something special again, and you run away from it again, and you're leaving me to figure it out. Hmm. So... Just trying to keep up here. This is about the play. No, Warren, no. It's about you refusing to know when a good thing is good enough. <laughs> really? Because it sounds like this is about you being terrified that you can't be successful without me. But you know what? I'm pretty sure as long as you keep those abs, you'll be able to keep selling sex appeal. It's not like anyone cares what's coming out of your mouth when your shirt is off. Wow. <sighs> Shit. Uh, I, I, I didn't mean it. I'm gonna go. Cameron, 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 wait. Uh, I haven't slept. I... I didn't mean... They don't like Luther because I take my clothes off. They like Luther because they can relate to someone who seems like he's had everything possible go wrong. And every time he tries to do something good, people tell him he's just not good enough. But you wouldn't get what that's like, would you? <sighs> Cameron... Fuck! Hello? Hey, um, Cameron? It's Cat. Right? Cat, right. From the contest? Hey, Cat. I, um, I hope it's okay that I called. Sure. What's up? I need your help. This episode was written and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Lauren Grace Thompson as Kat, Alex Bankier as Warren, Gabrielle Adner as Allie, Dallas Seeker as Cameron, Megan Carter as Mina, and Brendan McGrady as the college counselor. Our casting assistant is Kim Roth, and sound design was by Alexandra Tandon. Remember, our show doesn't stop after the episode is over. If you want to dive into all of the additional story content online between Cat's accounts and other characters that you haven't heard in the show yet, be sure to visit our website at tandonproductions.com and follow us on social media at That Vamp Show for all of our updates. New episodes are out on Tuesdays.